Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome back to Bretton Cliff's Flea Circus. My name is Cliff and this... Very, very, very smooth man on the other side uh, of this video screen is called, remind us? Smooth Operator. Oh, nice. Yeah, that's me. I'm a smooth operator. I'm Brett. I like, I, I, you're Brett. I like Shardy. Do you? Said it. Said it. <laughs> I, I don't mind that song. I haven't heard any other songs. Of course you have. What about no, the sweetest taboo? <laughs> no, well, gladly I haven't. Uh, I haven't heard that one. Okay. The sweetest taboo. Yeah. And I'm glad I haven't. It's I'm like glad I haven't was, heard that. That was like she was in the podcast. Yeah, well, she might be. Could invite her on, couldn't we? <laughs> I think she's a recluse. Say no. What like uh, living in a cave? She's not a hermit. Just a recluse. <laughs> 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 like the Pink Floyd singer, he went to live off in, in a cave, didn't he? Who so you told me. Yes, yeah, Sid Barrett, uh huh. Lost his mind and poor Sid. went live. Poor Sid, yeah. Didn't like being called Sid, apparently. Well, <laughs> he didn't like a lot of things after his, uh, uh, his encounter with that German woman who <laughs> spiked him. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, what's it like there? What's happening? You're in the shadows. Ah, it's all right. I'm I'm always in the shadows. I've been I watched the Lord of the Rings trilogy with my family today. Uh, it's, no, we watched it. We staggered it over the course of the week. Okay. Um, Len hadn't seen it before, and uh, now he's reading the book. So I think it's left okay. quite an impression on him. All right, okay. Uh, big so, books, big books know, for yeah. a young man. <laughs> they are, but he's, he's read it and stuff. So and that's a massive book. Okay, now you in it. Um. <laughs> <laughs> you in it. <laughs> uh, I haven't seen them I've seen the first two I haven't seen the last one so I don't know whether um, he gets the ring into the volcano uh-huh. or whatever the plan is well I won't spoil it for you you should watch I'm it they're really never good gonna, never going to watch it why? Well, what, what, I wouldn't watch on... the final one by now wouldn't I have it's been out for you... about 20 years have you seen The Shining Cliff are you too scared to watch it? I've seen The Shining are you sure? yes I've seen it you put on Facebook that you hadn't seen it no, I didn't. Yeah, you did. On you Twitter. Put on, oh, that oh one Twitter, on Twitter, yeah. I said I might never watch it again. Oh, did you? Mm-hmm. I, I said I wouldn't ever watch Doctor Sleep. Why? 
because I'm not a big fan of Stephen King, so I don't care. About yeah, but we're that. slowly converting you in that, aren't we, Cliff? Well, I'm not. I'm not ruling everything out that he's done, but mm-hmm. I, I like The Shining because of Jack Nicholson and because of the Stanley Kubrick direction and all of that. The story's uh-huh. good as well, obviously, but as yeah. you said previously, it's a bit of a departure from the book. I've got uh-huh. no interest in the sequel to the book that that's a departure from, and I've definitely got no interest in a Ewan McGregor film where he is basically <laughs> taking the lead part from Jack Nicholson. I mean, the, that's uh, some uh, drop-off, in it? From Nicholson to McGregor. <laughs> so, so we're not going to be getting McGregor on either, are we not? No if way. you McGregor wants to come on here and explain why I should like him, then he's welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Do you not like him? I like you, McGregor, mate. I think nah, he's all right. Nah, I don't think he's very good at anything. And he's like, he just used to get a knob out a lot, didn't he, in films? Now he's... Uh, a lot of people do. You don't like Tom Hardy either, I've, I've discovered. I mean, uh, Tom Hardy's just a funny voices, isn't he? And eye candy. I like, really like Tom Hardy, mate. I think he's class. But you don't like many people. You, Cliff, you're hard to please, aren't you? Yeah. Um, I, I do. I do. I like, uh, yeah, I like other people. <laughs> 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 you like other people, do you? So anyway, no, you mentioned true. you mentioned your converting to Stephen King. I watched it the other morning, uh, mm-hmm. and it was all right. It was all right. We've had a little chat about it since then, so you know my feelings on it. But yeah, uh, some of them anyway. I thought it was all right. I quite enjoyed it. I definitely liked it more than I thought I would. Um, bizarrely, I wasn't scared yep. of it. I thought I would be really scared, but I wasn't. Didn't find it scary at all. Um, yeah. Some of the performances were good, and uh, uh-huh. but yeah, like just didn't really get it that that much. Like it's all right. Yeah, I mean, modern modern horror is not. It's all jump scares, isn't it? These days, that's the thing with, yeah. with modern horror now. It's yeah. not like it used to be with you know psychological horror and stuff. So, and the the second one's worse. It's just it it's just basically the clown jumping out of people going boom. <laughs> <laughs> All the way through the film. That's 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 what it is. So it was a massive letdown, especially when the the, the book's got loads of. I mean, it's interesting. It's weird and stuff like that. That's, you might um, you might be able to nah. explain. Um, you might be able to explain to us. I didn't really get the bullies part of it. Maybe there's more of that in the book, but yeah, there is. It, it just seemed weird that there was these bullies who are actually really fucking nasty and aggressive like uh-huh. carving letters in people's bellies and stuff like that i mean it's a little bit beyond what normal bullying goes on in these kind of 80s kids flicks um yeah and I, like they didn't really get their comeuppance i thought it might be that the clown would go after them but obviously a clown doesn't it goes after uh-huh. the kids who are like the nice kids who are not only trying to get away from bullies but are also trying to get away from the clown it, you're probably mm-hmm. going to tell us that it's like it's psychological that the clown is the bully or whatever. Well, it, it, it's it's sort of, but I, I mean, the clown does go for just everybody. It goes for, I think there's a, a kid called Patrick Hocksetter or something like that who's in the books and he's really evil. He like puts a cat and a, a, or a dog in a, in a fridge um, that's sort of like out in the, in the sticks and stuff like that. And he goes back and keeps checking on it to see how how dead it's getting and stuff like that. He's just an he's like a serial killer. He's like a, a messed up kid. 
Um, and that's one of the bullies um, at the start of the film. Okay. But it doesn't really go into, like, you know, why they're, they're like that. But it yeah. does in the book. You get, like, the history of, of like, you know, the, the main bully, his dad's a, a copper, I think. Yeah, and, uh, well, that's in the film, evil. Yeah, he's, 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 like, horrible to the kid. So there's, there's reasons as to why they're like that. And it, spe- it spells all that out in the book. And it kind of brushes it over a little bit in the film. So there is reasons. Okay. But like I say, you'd have to you'd have to read the book. Do you know what I mean? Which yeah. you're not going to do because like, well, I've seen one, the film. Now, there's no need. <laughs> well, there you go. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you're interested in it, it's, it's well worth reading the book. Definitely it takes a while, but it's it's uh, it's definitely worth it. And you so know what, me. What, th- you know me. Thoughts on Finn Wolfhard. Yeah, yeah, I know you don't like him. Uh, Lennon likes my son. Likes him. It's a Stranger Things sort of guy, isn't he? He's in the new Ghostbusters, isn't he? So. Yeah, he's not gonna go he's away. Corner he? the market in fucking eight. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he <laughs> right? Every remake he's gonna be in, isn't he? So oh, he <laughs> that Ghostbusters one sense. looks all right from the trailer. Yeah, t- tell it, isn't it? Doesn't it uh, look like isn't a it his son? <laughs> yeah, it's his son, the the director's son, who's making it though. So yeah, he's not gonna want to fuck it up, is he? No, you know exactly. I mean? Uh, I mean, I'm I'm willing to give it a go. You know that um. Evolution film that came out. I think we might have went to pictures to see that. Aye, aye. David Duchovny. Yeah. You know, that was mm-hmm. meant to be Ghostbusters 3. I'm glad um, it wasn't because it was shit. Yeah, well, exactly. <laughs> I think Bill Murray was like, I'm not doing this. And that was mm-hmm. it, essentially. They just changed it. Changed it from being Ghostbusters to just three other men. And it wasn't a Ghostbusters film. Yeah. Ghost of Mars. Have you seen Ghost of Mars? Hmm. John it's a, no, no. It's it's got like uh, rappers in and uh, Jason Statham and stuff like that. Um, but it's the only uh, John Carpenter film I don't like, and it was supposed to be like Escape from New York Three. Okay, but on Mars. <laughs> Escape um, from Mars. <laughs> Escape from Mars. That's what it was supposed to be. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> Kurt Russell just went. I don't think so. No, and no. also Kurt Russell until. Um... Quentin Tarantino picked him up like he wasn't really doing anything else, was he? I mean, he he pops up every now and, and then. I mean, in the 90s, he did. There was, a, there was a lot of films that he was in in the 90s, lots of thrillers have, and stuff. I'm going to have to stop. Breakdown and stuff. I'm going to have to stop you. Two seconds. Go on then. Hello. Uh, there's a woman at the door who wants to look at uh, Hoover. So um, <laughs> I'm going to go. Uh, no, uh, go on. No bother. <laughs> I got a new Hoover. <laughs> <laughs> it's a pile of shit. Well, funny you should say that. The, um, it, we got a new Hoover. We did get a new Hoover. Um, Is it a pile of shit? Hopefully not. Um, so we got a Hoover that picks up cat hair better mm-hmm. than the one that we had. Um, <clears throat> so uh, we tried to sell the one that we've got. Sounds like a boring story, but there is a funny bit. Um, So Jane put it on. We live in a big tower. There's 40 floors. She's in a WhatsApp group um, Mm -hmm. where there's like, oh, I've got some extra tomatoes. Does anybody want some? And shit like that goes on. Uh, So she was like, yeah, um, we've got an old Hoover if anybody wants to buy it. It was 100 quid, but you can have it for 40 quid. It's a year old or two years old or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. And honestly, the responses from um, the, I guess it's all ladies on this group, um, uh-huh. were like, is it in perfect condition? Well, no, it's two years old and we've used it, like I said. 
Okay. Um, does it work? Yes, it works because I'm not going to sell you something for 40 quid. It doesn't work. Okay. One woman was like, right, I might come around later, but I'm going to have to sleep on it because uh, this, this is a big dilemma. This is a big dilemma. She's going to have to sleep on the Hoover first. <laughs> yeah. A big dilemma over whether she buys a Hoover or not. Never had one. Just <laughs> uses a brush. <laughs> true. True. <laughs> She's untrusting of the uh, the Hoover, isn't she? So anyway, she's just come and she's like, "Can you want? Can you show us it?" I'm like, "Yes, here it is." I was like, "You want me to put it on?" She's like, "Does it work?" I'm, yes, it works. Okay, I trust you that it works. Has it got all the parts? I'm like, "Yeah, it's got all the parts. This is this bit. This is this bit. Blah blah blah. Instructions are uh-huh. inside." Okay, if it doesn't work, can I bring it back? I'm like, "Yeah, I tell you what, I won't spend this money until uh, you've, <laughs> you've had it and satisfied with it." All right. Like, okay. She's like, why you got a new one? I was like, well, we've got a cat and we've got a hoover that picks up cat hair. She's like, mm-hmm. have you cleaned it thoroughly um, due to the cat? <laughs> I'm like, well, I've cleaned it. <laughs> but thoroughly have you cleaned it, though? That's the okay, thing. Well. Have you cleaned it? Well, that's just mental. I haven't tested anyway. for coronavirus, so that's what she meant. But, you know. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, you you told the story last week about your your holiday, um, well, your your singing exploits on your holiday, didn't you? Uh-huh. So it it, it kind of got me to thinking about uh, a holiday story that I have, which is not as nice. Um, oh, oh, when okay. I was falsely arrested on holiday, <laughs> and I, I was falsely arrested. Holiday, Gladly you weren't. Um, I, 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 it was when I was about twenty one. Um, about 16 or 17 of worth, I think, went on this whole day to muggle off, um, which at 21, you think, well, that's a good idea, isn't it? <laughs> you know, loads and loads of young lads going on holiday. It wasn't, right? It was, it was complete carnage. It was, it was crazy. Within like a couple of days where I'd been like robbed, the rooms had been broken into, um, a couple of the lads are getting into a fight with the bouncers at this big nightclub. I wasn't there then obviously, because I don't get involved in stuff like that. But uh, it was just cornered. So, it, like, halfway through, we went out. We all went out, 16, 17 of we. We're having a, a jolly old time, not causing any bother or causing any problems or anything like that at all. And uh, we left this pub, and there was these girls in front of us, and we says, oh, you know, where are you from? And they says, well, from Sheffield. So we started singing, right? Started Singing, we love steel, which is you know nice. We love steel, so we're singing that behind these lasses. And then the, this cop car just sort of came out of nowhere. Two cops jumped out and grabbed our mate Tino, who's about six foot, whatever. He's massive, isn't he? Yeah. And uh, another lad called Ara. So yeah. I pipe up and I say, "What are you doing? You know, we haven't done anything." So the look at Tino, these coppers. Realize he's massive and grab me instead and chuck me and Ara in the in the police car. Now I don't I don't know if you know, but there's there's two different types of police in Spain, isn't there? There's like the local <laughs> police and there's uh, and there's like the national police, and I think the local police are baddies, and I think they're the ones that got one. So the chuck when the the chuck when the car and as we're driving away, obviously I'm a bit of a big mouth now saying, what's your police number? We haven't done anything. What's your police number and all this? <laughs> and they were going, you pay fine, right? And we're, Chinese, we're like, <laughs> 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 you pay fine. 
<laughs> Might be. <laughs> so I, I'm saying, look, we've just been robbed. We've got no money whatsoever as I'm like stuffing the money that I've got in me pants. Do you know what I mean? So they couldn't find it. So I'm looking at Iran stuff like that. He's doing the same thing. So I, I says, we've got no money. We're kind of pay. So they just started driving and driving and driving. I mean, must have drove for about 20 minutes. Um, and I was like, well, where are we going? We're not going to the police station because we haven't done anything. And they were going up this massive mountain. They were driving me and Ara up this massive mountain, right? It took them ages to get with it. And by this time, it was starting to get dark. And when they got to the top of the mountain, they said to me, well, you get out now, right? So I got out and they're like, they've got guns. They pulled their guns, right, <laughs> on me when I was outside. And I was still sitting in the car. And I says, well, what about him? Because if I'm getting shot, I want to get shot with Ara. <laughs> You're an honourable man. <laughs> I'm an honourable man, I exactly. So they're like, they got Ara out and they had their guns on her. Right at the top of this mountain, pitch black at the top of this mountain. And then they just got in the car and drove off. Okay. I don't so think they the ever intended to uh, hurt you. I think they're just... <laughs> well, they, they certainly intended to frighten with well, yeah, them. Yeah. Pulling guns that way. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. off on the, the top of the mountain. So that's the only time I've ever been arrested in my whole entire life. And uh, it was terrifying. And uh, it was just... Just awful. Well, so we had to make we had to make our way down the, the, this mountain. It took about an hour to get down this mountain. You know, any time we saw lights, we thought we'll come back. So me and I were like jumping in the bushes and hiding in the bushes and stuff. So we had to make our way down. Gladly, we had kept the money. Do you know what I mean? Okay. So we made our way to this bar and ordered his taxi and went off home. So yeah, it's the only time I've ever been arrested. Were well, you shaking up? Massively. But we did think it was funny. I mean, we'd say the humour in it as well. You know what I mean? <laughs> it doesn't sound so that did, funny. <laughs> <laughs> but when, the, when, the, when the, the cops sort of left at the top of this mountain, it was a big relief. So me and yeah, I were just on I the get, floor yeah. laughing. Do yeah. you know what I mean? I were remember you, uh, I was at, under the influence? <laughs> yes. Okay. I mean, I was well oiled and stuff like that. Do you know what I mean? But I we weren't doing anything wrong. Yeah. I remember telling this story. It's just uh, I was at a wedding, um, and I, I think it was in Italy. This wedding, there was loads of different people from different places. I was telling this story. And there was this girl from Manchester, and uh, she says, "Well, if you were shouting, um, we love steel, the police probably thought you were shouting, we love to steal." And I was like. Well, what? So we're going to worst, walk around the streets. Worst <laughs> the worst thieves in the world. We love to steal. <laughs> Prepare yourself. <laughs> so that's what this last thought that she thought that the police were well within their rights to just arrest me. Do you know what I mean? Because they're shouting, we love steal. I mean, God's sake. I mean, it's a worry, isn't it, for any kids going to Spain or whatever, that these local police, the baddies, will just kind of pick you up and just, you know. Yeah, that's shit. You to... they, they probably have to deal with all kinds of knobheads, but, like, mm. not suggesting you were you were being, but... Um, well, maybe, I wasn't. Maybe a wider group. Yeah. No, they weren't. They weren't. Honestly, it was one of the quiet days, that one. Okay. Well, until that happened, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> you got any questions for so, us this yeah, week that shed some light onto me youth? I haven't. I haven't. I, 
I haven't got any questions. I've just got that game, which uh, I, I don't think it mightn't work if it doesn't come up it doesn't on the microphone. It doesn't sound like it's going to work, does it? Um, do you try it anyway? Okay, we'll do yeah. it anyway. We'll do it anyway. I don't right? know why it involves a recording, but yeah, let's try it. Well, it's me new fangled thing. So it, it's a, a hypoth- hypothetical situation I'm going to put you in so I don't get wrong off your last, right, Cliff? So... <laughs> <laughs> so this is what's happened, right? You've gone out and you've gotten completely mortal, right? Mm-hmm. Completely mortal. You've gone home and you've woke up the next day, right? And you're not alone in your bed, right? But you don't know who's there, okay. right? There's three. There's three people in the bed now. Three. To, three, yes. Now to entice these people, you've got to, you've got to say a little rhyme, right? To entice them out the bottom of the bed. So you've got to say, one, two, three, who's that crawling up my knee? Okay. Right? So if you say that, we'll reveal who the first person is. <laughs> okay. Right? So that this is how it works. I need to Go say on, it. Then. Well, they'll not come otherwise. One, two, three, who's hanging off me knee? No, who's that person crawling up me knee? Who? I mean, that doesn't scan, does it? Too no, you've got to say the right rhyme. One, two, three, who's that crawling up my knee? It's still not right, but there you go. Person's unnecessary. Shh. Hello, I'm Shelley Duval. Did you hear? <laughs> Did it say I'm Shelley Duval? That's that's what it said. Yeah. So that's the first one. <laughs> okay. Shelley Duval from The Shiner, right? She's, she's well, in your she's, bed. She's not welcome in my bed. Uh, well, why not? What's wrong time. with Shelley Duval? No, 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 not welcome. All right. Well, do you want to? Find out who the second person is. Yeah, do I have to say the rhyme again? Yeah, otherwise they won't come. One, two, three. Who's that crawling up my other knee? I'm Sheriff John Burnell. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, I'm Sheriff John Burnell. <laughs> yeah, so it's 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 Sheriff John Burnell. What what a night you must have had. Yeah. <laughs> I'd, I'd, I'd rather be in bed with Sheriff John Bunnell, to be honest. Well, you are. And Shelley Duval. So Sh- it's a nice... John Bunnell will get his just desserts. <laughs> he get his just desserts. <laughs> right. Do you want to do the last one? Oh, is it, well, I've only got two knees. <laughs> no, yeah, but there's three people. I said there I was three I was people. one of them. I thought I was one of them. No, no. Okay. There's three other people. Okay. Go on, then. One, two, three. Oh, there's another person on that knee. I'm a leprechaun, bitches. I'm a leprechaun, bitches. Oh, I'm a leprechaun. <laughs> <laughs> I want to speak so, old. <laughs> I want to speak old. So the last one is, is the leprechaun from the film Leprechaun. Is it the film? Is it from the original film? Yes, I think so. With that... Okay. Uh, that quiz guy, he's a quiz guy now, isn't he? What's his name? Warwick Davis. Was that the Leprechaun from Leprechaun starring Jennifer mm-hmm. Aniston and Warwick Davis? Mm-hmm. Or was it from Leprechaun 2, which is better? Or was no. it maybe from Leprechaun in Space, which is terrible? Leprechaun I haven't in the seen Hood. any of the Leprechauns. Well, this is quite a special subject. I could probably go on You Bet and do something <laughs> to do with Leprechaun movies. Leprechaun <laughs> in you? the Hood in... In Dahood. In Dahood. Yeah. yeah. Um, that sounds good. That's with Ice T. Um, Is it? He basically records a rap album in it. <laughs> <laughs> the Leprechaun does. I want me gold. 
<laughs> I can't think of anything to rhyme with gold, so I fell on his face, didn't it? Yeah, um, Leprechaun in Vegas is pretty good. Uh-huh. And There's well, a good scene in that way. Well, you um, pick your favourite Leprechaun one, and we'll we'll do we'll do one because I haven't seen. I, haven't have seen you know, I think Leprechaun Leprechaun Two is actually good. I think we should do that one. Right. I mean, not. I'll watch. I'll yeah. I'll watch Leprechaun <laughs> One as well. Just it's to, not just Citizen Kane, <laughs> but you know. What I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's all right. So, how did you like the game? Do you think it's a keeper? Yeah, I mean. I don't want to delve into how they ended up in me metaphorical bed. Metaphorical? Neither do I. Yeah, well, it could be. Um, so last week, people seemed to enjoy the story of uh, me getting attacked. Uh, we had some good feedback on me in a life-threatening situation. Yeah. Um, so you've had one this week, but uh, there's another, uh, another story similar on uh-huh. uh, the same basically the same street or at the top of the same street um, mm-hmm. also involving our friend Tino um, we could have a segment of time as Cliff has been punched because <laughs> Tino was there as well <laughs> <laughs> it's all um, his fault well I think it was like no fault on him like we said in the last episode we weren't ever out for trouble or troublemakers yeah. but because uh-huh. he was really tall I think people always used to like think you oh you think you're hard do you like Right. You know, I'm, just, Pick on him. I'm just I'm just tall. Like you know, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I wouldn't like to take a punch off him, but he's hardly like a fighter. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I've been out. I've been out with Tino and stuff. We just walk past people and um, and they've just kicked off. Yeah, I think it was just worse because of his we size. Were, yeah, and I think it was worse when we were like eighteen or twenty-one or whatever. But this would have been even younger. We would have been like the same, like same age as that one last week, fifteen, sixteen. Yeah. And we would have been doing the same, walking between my house and his house. Um, mm-hmm. And actually, it happened just outside where his brother, I don't know whether he still lives there, but where his brother lived on the Ridgeway. And uh, uh-huh. this old fella went past on, old, old, I don't know, 40s, 50 maybe, went past mm-hmm. on a bike. Um, like a, He was a rocker, leather jacket, right. long hair. Um, uh-huh. And... I think we were walking from his house to my house and this guy went past on his bike and Tino shouted, ZZ, like ZZ Top. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, that was it. Carried on walking, that guy disappeared. Then we were doing the return journey, working, walking from my house to his house and this mm-hmm. guy was coming back the other way on his mm-hmm. uh, push bike and he went past. And I don't think we said anything this time because... We were like, oh yeah. shit, didn't think we'd see him again. Uh-huh. <laughs> and anyway, he fucking screeched over, uh, got off his bike, you little shits. I heard you shouting at us before. <laughs> like, <laughs> so, you little shits. I mean, I don't know if he said that, but I'm assuming. Well, I hope something he did. Like that. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, he fucking, I think he, he grabbed Tino and I was, same as like last week, I was like, oh, uh, hey, what do you think you're doing, man? And this guy just uh-huh. turned around, pushed us in the face. Uh-huh. I mean, I was a kid. I was like 14 or 15 or something. And uh-huh. uh, he got back on his bike and walked off. like And drove off, I should say. Rode off. I've got all those words wrong. Um, and I was like, fucking, I don't think he did any damage really. But still, as a child, you want to be punched yeah, in the face by an adult. Of course not, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And yeah, he rode off. But like the most annoying thing was, like Tino shouted ZZ at him. Like, he looked like Alice Cooper. 
didn't look like ZZ Top. That's maybe why he got upset. He's working hard to look like Atlas Cooper. I haven't even got a beard. I hate those Texas rockers. I think I've heard that one before. Definitely that story before. I mean, that street that you're talking about was infamously dangerous, wasn't it? We shouldn't have been anywhere near those streets, should we? I mean, you knew what you were in for trouble. If you were walking down that street. It's hard to explain it now, I think. I don't know whether streets are that unsafe anymore. Or, I mean, you don't live a million miles away from there. I don't know whether Uh it's unsafe or not. But where you grew up and where I grew up, it's incredibly Uh rough. Like, it's one of the poorest parts of the poorest town in Uh the poorest area of the country. Like, it's, it's it's like in... In terms of poverty, it's like one of the worst affected places. Obviously, uh-huh. with poverty comes crime and drug use and all of that stuff. And we were yeah. kids in the middle of it, just trying to go out and play football. And, you know, mm-hmm. when we got to 15, we'll go out and have a couple of cans of beer or some two-dog yeah. or 2020 uh-huh. or whatever. Still not causing any trouble, really. I mean, uh-huh. I think if I was an adult now and it was going on outside... Well, we kind of yeah. walked past houses and went to fields and stuff like that, didn't we? We weren't really... Uh-huh. Anyway. I think that's that's where what parents need a lot of credit, though, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? Because I mean, they they set one on the right path. Both my mom and dad, and your mom and dad, and, and a lot of our friends as well. I mean, the group that we hung around with were all nice kids. You know, mm-hmm. were, were nice kids who weren't into sort of causing trouble and stuff like that. So no. I think only a few wrongs. So yeah, I think my parents. Deserve a lot of credit for oh, that. Absolutely, I, I mean that is a, a given. I think, but it does worth saying. Like they did great. Like couldn't have asked for better parents either of us. I think. But what, uh-huh. I, I, what I was trying to get at was just like we lived in a dangerous area. <laughs> it was oh dangerous. yeah, I mean we were like we did. I mean there was gangs. Play football. And it was dangerous. You yeah. get knives at your neck. You get people stealing mm-hmm. stuff off you. You get chased. You get hit, uh-huh. or what? You get beat up. Uh, yeah, you know, you're right. Was, I mean, in, in White Lee's where I lived, there was gangs at the shops. We'll I see, mean, it yeah, was yeah. yeah, it was a dangerous place to go. The shops. I mean, if you if you looked at someone wrong or you said something wrong, which I, I, did I mean, that I lived at the hill. I used to have to go get off the bus at the hill, which was uh-huh. like the most notorious, other than Woodbine. Anyway. It's a boring. Yeah. But uh, yeah. <laughs> it was like really bad. Like the hill was a notorious horsey hill. But yeah, I had to get the bus there and walk through a cut to get to me nanas. Like walking through a cut yeah. as a kid in a rough uh-huh. area. Who knows what would be down there? Like it, I know. It's just gangs and all kinds, isn't it? I know. It's dangerous, yeah. But it, uh, well. it shaped what? It shaped what? Didn't it, Cliff? I mean, we're not did, out rapping yeah, about yeah. it. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> but, <laughs> but it shaped what? So uh, yeah, I know, I'm glad our kids. I'm glad it's a little bit different now. Or it seems to be, it seems to have calmed down a little bit now. Gladly. Yeah, I mean, I get the impression whenever I go to my mum and dad's, I don't really see big groups of gangs hanging around and stuff. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I, I go to the shops and I walk around to yours. Doesn't seem like it did before, which is good for your kids. <laughs> yeah, I haven't had a drink for two days. I've uh, I've, I I've been. Yesterday, actually. Did you not? No, I didn't have a drink on Monday either. Oh, Bex, is is it a non-alcoholic or is it no, proper Bex? I'm on it. <laughs> <You're>... <laughs> nice. No, you, you I've got some non-alcoholic pre- beers, but I thought I'd have a couple of cans for this. Um, yeah. I we all know be... why we drink Bex, don't we? 
Well, I was just about to say, because we once saw a picture of George Best drinking Bex, didn't we? <laughs> so after that, me and you, that, that's all we'd drink, didn't we? Yeah, that and then like, like, uh, vodka and lime. Because uh, uh-huh. the because we went on a Beatles tour or something, and they said they drank that. That's right. Aye. Uh-huh. <laughs> so yeah, if we saw if we saw a picture of someone that were like drinking a certain drink, then we we went for that, didn't we? I'm sure it was the same with Red Stripe when, when we went to watch Oasis as well. I'm sure they uh, Oasis and Noel Gallagher, and that was drinking Red Stripe, and we bought some of that lovely stuff, Red Stripe. Yeah, like. I haven't had that for a long time. I Have you not? It's lovely that. Jamaican beer. Lager beer, it says, doesn't it? Lager beer, yeah. I think nice. uh, I think Florian Schneider from Kraftwerk might have died. Really? Yeah. Sorry, I, I've I've stunned you. There seems to be rumors that he said. I know you're a Kraftwerk fan as well, so yeah, I like um, Kraftwerk. That's very sad if he has big fan of Kraftwerk. Great mm-hmm. pioneers. Pioneers uh, of electronic music. Not just <laughs> electronic. I mean, he's in, you know they influenced New Order, who then in turn did influenced whatever like mm-hmm. he's, i think the reach is definitely electronic music but far beyond that as well um yeah anyway yeah i do like a bit of craft work i might put uh i've only got one album i think a record autobahn mm-hmm. which is uh, obviously that's amazing yeah the robot is the best one though should we talk about what we watched this week well, we might as well. Huh? Yeah, it's been a How long being on. Well, I don't know. Too long. Um, so. <laughs> Too long. There's someone coming for the for the fridge freezer I'm not, next. I'm not fucking kidding you. Someone's coming to deliver a trike. <laughs> a trike. Yeah. You a know, tripe. Like, a tri- tripe, not trike. <laughs> a trike. You know, like in The Shining. Right. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah. Who's that for you? Yeah, I thought it's a big one. <laughs> <laughs> what? Why are you? Getting a trike? I mean, the, the baby, it's still a baby. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Someone's uh, donating gonna... it. Someone's right. donating it, and she's a lovely lady, and uh-huh. she's given us loads of nice things in the past. We have a one-bedroom apartment. We don't have room to store a trike until she can use it. Yeah. So, basically... If Stanley Kubrick was filming your little baby around you, your flat or whatever, it would be a very short ride, wouldn't it? Yeah, it wouldn't have the same effect as down that <laughs> corridor. Wouldn't. So we were going to watch the Beatles anthology this week, but we'll put that off a bit because you are having because that got fucked up it. Um, massively. But I think I can is... send you it. Um, hopefully, I can send you it. So instead, we changed to the Australian kids TV show Round the Twist, which yes, it's not like for like. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's completely different, isn't it? But no less fantastic. Yeah, um, it's amazing, isn't it? Did you read anything about it before you watched it, or? Yeah, I, I read. Uh, I didn't actually. What I did was I, I watched it first, and then I, I read a little bit up on okay. about it after that. Um, but the, the one that we watched is the one called Little Squirt. Um, yeah, and I, I immediately sort of the, the memory started flooding back and stuff like that when I, when I was watching it. It's it was just class. It, I, it was exactly as I remember it. And I've watched a couple more since then. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're, they're all really good. I mean, they the, the push the boundaries of kids' television. <laughs> a bit much, isn't it? Um, but as a kid, that's what you want, though, don't you? Yeah, because it was a bit gross. They were a bit rude. There's yeah. Some things happening that you knew was a bit like, oh, it's not, it's not your uh-huh. usual. It's not like Enid Blyton or whatever, was it? So No, definitely not. I mean, <laughs> it, it definitely pushed the boundaries, didn't it? And I think that's that appeals to kids, doesn't it? I yeah. mean, kids don't want to be 
talk to like their kids. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. So having a bit of fun with it, and what, if you watch something that you can think, oh, I, I probably shouldn't be watching this, then uh-huh. all the better. Well, that's that's the appeal, I think. So it ran for four series. Mm-hmm. It's weird. 1990, 1993, 2000, and 2001. That's a strange timeline to have four it series is. of a show. Um, yeah. The first two series are based on fantasy stories by an author called Paul Jennings. Um, mm-hmm. But then the, the latter two series weren't. They were just based on random fantasy kind of stories or ideas. Um, yeah. Because the series had so gaps in between them, uh, the cast changed. So it's all about the same family, the Twist family, mm-hmm. who is, uh, I love their names as well, uh, Dad, Tony Twist. Yeah. Tony, yeah. <laughs> the son and daughter twins, Pete and Linda Twist. And That's right. Then younger son, Bronson Twist. I would imagine Bronson. one of the uh, one parent who didn't get to choose the twins' names got to choose the other one because you can't go from <laughs> definitely Pete, Pete and Linda to Bronson. <laughs> I know. It's like uh, I don't know. They must like pickles. <laughs> <laughs> Who's about Australia's strongest child? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think the reasons for it, like the, the gaps and stuff like that, I think the guy that you mentioned, this Paul Jennings, I think he had a bit of a falling out with the, the producers or whatever, didn't he? Yeah. Um, so the first two series are based on his like short stories and stuff. And then after that, it's it's like various different authors and, yeah. and things. It and sounds I think like uh, the fans the fans of the show, I think, prefer the first two, don't they? Yeah, From I mean, I watched some I watched some clips of the later ones, um, and I, I think by two thousand two thousand one, kids TV probably moved on a bit, so the mm-hmm. same style show probably wasn't ever going to hit in the same way. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But I think what happened was he fell out with them because they had to change his stories a bit because they didn't have big budgets. So you imagine somebody's writing fantasy uh-huh. stories about uh, spirits and ghosts and all yeah. of these kind of mythical creatures and stuff like that and weird things mm-hmm. going on. And then they have to basically edit all of that out of the screenplay because they don't have the budget for it. And it also yeah. seemed like they took out some of the darkness and the kind of more horror elements yeah and mm-hmm. put just made them funnier you, were, you mm-hmm. i mean if your name was against it as the writer you would be like well come on yeah well we've talked about that quite a bit i'm author sort of you know being peeved as mm. uh, you know when their work's being adapted and stuff like that it seems to be yeah a theme doesn't it a definite theme um because i mean I, I haven't i haven't read any of these short stories or anything like that but just looking through about the things that if this program deals with and stuff like that which we've talked about i mean there's like it, it it's obviously rude stuff but there's other stuff isn't it i mean there's like incest and stuff in there and i think and things like that uh, yeah but bit. it's hinted at it's not yeah. you know it's not in your face yeah i mean i've got to say that you know what i mean it, it's 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 hinted at yeah it's more like somebody's put under a spell that makes people want to kiss them and then they see their mom and their mom oh mom wants to kiss them but then they're like oh and break it off uh it's like that Uh, kind of thing like incest sounds obviously 
It sounds <laughs> awful, <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Um, it definitely does. Did you watch any of... So I went through... Wikipedia's got a list of the episodes that it deals mm-hmm. with all of those things in. Uh, there's a couple of compilations on YouTube that shows those clips. So I watched right. the clips of the episodes that deal with uh, most of that stuff. Um, well, I didn't see that. I didn't. I didn't actually see that. And it, when you watch it, it's not serious. Like it makes it sound uh-huh. really serious. It's it does. Of, it's weird. It's really uh-huh. weird and it's strange and a bit. Yeah. Creepy, but it's not like. Yeah, it's not. It's not. No, it, it, like I say, it's done a, a very subtle way, and it's not like you say. It, it you when you read something like that, it does sound absolutely awful. Um, I mean, there was one where it, 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 it's saying about bestiality and stuff like that, and I watched the episode, and it's yeah, tame. I, I mean, it's it's you know, I mean, it's uh, the kid turns into a dog, into a dog and and, and, and so starts fancying a dog. It's really uh, funny. So that's it. That's it. Do you know what I mean? But I mean, if you if you're looking down the list of the the things that these things deal with, you think, well, Jesus Christ, yeah, I'm not going to let my kid watch that. But when you actually do look at into the program or what have you, it's not like that. No, it's really funny. You know what I mean? Like you've got that slow mm-hmm. motion bit of the dog like running towards him, and he's running towards the dog. It's uh-huh. like it's done for laps. It's it is. Acknowledging that ridiculous scenario. Uh, uh-huh. But anyway, it's a show about the Twist family, as we said, um, a mm-hmm. dad and his three kids. The wife has died. He is a widower. Yeah. Um, a widower. And they live in a lighthouse in Australia. Yeah. I'd love to live in a lighthouse with I you. Mean, that's one thing from being a kid I remember thinking. Yeah. It's amazing. I don't care that it's haunted or whatever it is. It just looks yeah. amazing. Um, for one thing, for one thing, the Triffids would, would they don't get you if you live in a lighthouse. <laughs> is this the King? No, that's not Stephen King. <laughs> You've never seen the Triffids? Dave the Triffids? Yes. I think it's Richard Matheson, I think. That might be wrong. Uh, Sounds like War of the it. Worlds. That is also one of my favourite things in the whole world. You Tom know Cruise? it. Tom Cruise? No, it's H.G. Wells, that one. <laughs> <laughs> well, written by Tom Cruise, was it? <laughs> <laughs> he wrote that, didn't he? <laughs> I know you love the soundtrack. Yep. And the, this film from the 50s, I think. Early 50s. The Is Tom Cruise one's crap. Who did the film? Uh, Orson Welles no, read the radio show. Orson Welles scared people half to death doing the radio show, didn't he? <laughs> Where people thought it was real. Which is also fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely brilliant. Orson yeah. Welles is amazing. He is. Crazy man, isn't he? Uh, big, so massive he, beard. Yeah, he, uh, big, massive guy. Um, right. So... They live in the lighthouse, which is owned by a really over-the-top nasty body called uh, Harold Gribble. Gribble yes, he's, he's like a mayor, trying, isn't he? He's running for mayor or senate, yeah. but he's running for it's mayor. Um, yeah. And he's he owns the lighthouse. He's always trying to find ways to kick them out, but they always keep outsmarting them and stuff. He's like played for laughs as a, as a really crap body, isn't he? Um, uh-huh. So yeah, I think what I think they own the lighthouse, but he wants them out for some reason. Oh, that's it. Yeah, so he's always trying to commercialize everything, isn't he? So yeah, he wants to sell it and you yeah, split it into apartments or whatever. That's it. Yeah. Um, yes, that's right. That's right. Ties into this episode. So this is the third mm-hmm. episode of the second series, and I remember this perfectly. There's a little yeah. couple of bits that I forgot about, but 
pretty much every single scene I remembered mm-hmm. from being a kid. Um, yeah. So this was a 1993 one, so we would have been 12. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I, it's just funny and it's stupid and you can see <laughs> why as a kid you would like it. Um, uh-huh. I also remember one where they had a cupboard that mm-hmm. multiplied everything. So I think he, the kid like brought a rabbit in the house or something. He didn't want his dad to know about it. Uh, so uh-huh. the dad was coming in the bedroom. So he chucked it in this wardrobe, uh, uh-huh. closed the door. And then the dad went out. And when he opened the door, there was like two rabbits. And then they just kept multiplying and multiplying. So they kept yeah. putting different uh-huh. things in. Remember I, I remember that as well. Yeah, I mean, it, it's funny how it, it, it was it, almost like an electrode to the brain or something like that. Just when I watched this episode, every I, I knew everything. I could remember yeah. everything yes, about yeah, yeah. it. It's yeah. so weird. It was just odd. I mean, what about I, the soundtrack. Well, the theme tune is <laughs> amazing, isn't it? Yeah. It's absolutely class. I know you like the organ playing and stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> but the theme tune's class. Uh, I think it was done by the, the girl who, who played one of the characters. Yeah. Uh, Linda Twist, wasn't it? The original um, Linda Twist sang the theme the original. tune. Um, uh-huh. So I think she was in like Neighbours and stuff like that, which obviously... Yeah, it's you called Tamsin West. That's right, yeah. But I mean, the theme tune. Have you ever, ever felt like this? When strange, when strange things, things happen, happen are you going are you around the twist? Going around the twist. Yeah, yeah that's it. That's fantastic. <laughs> and like everybody from of our age will remember that song, I'm sure. Of course they will. And that makes they you will. remember the show. That's why these theme uh-huh. tunes are so good, because uh-huh. like it's, that sticks in your brain. The name of the show sticks in your brain because of the song. I mean, there's, does. there's loads of other shows that would have fallen by the wayside that we watched that I've never thought uh-huh. about twice or oh, whatever. We've talked about uh, theme tunes and the importance of them before haven't we mm-hmm. i mean I, I think it's overlooked that kind of thing now i mean not that i watch kids television anymore obviously <laughs> but I, I, it's just not the same is it it's not the same i mean I watch hey dougie. The, the cartoons eh? I watch hey hey dougie. dougie yeah do you yeah that's good no i haven't seen hey dougie when that the band was little i watched a bit of cbb's and i love cbb's like yeah well, that's on there that's on there oh it's on there is it no, I think what the I think the last things that I watched was CBBS and Mr. Tumble and, and stuff like that, which no, just gets I'm not in sure your mind. about Mr. Tumble. Are you not? I like yeah. Mr. Tumble, mate. Justin. Can't can't beat him. Can't beat him. Not even, I don't like stick. the ones with the humans in. I like the cartoons and stuff, but uh-huh. I don't like watching the ones with the little kids in and the the, the humans. Not. Oh, I like all that. Uh, well, I did anyway when the band was little, but as you got a little bit older. I did tell him to watch this. Uh, okay, he, he did. Okay. Uh, he he did like this one because I was talking to him today about it, and he says, uh, "Well, I remember that, Dad. I can't remember it all, but uh, I remember the one with the the baby when the, he found a baby in the cabbage patch or something and a green face." <laughs> did you watch the clip of that? So that that's the one that Lennon liked, eh? I've just watched a clip of that as well. It's oh, insane. did you? Absolutely insane. <laughs> So, uh-huh. the, so Bronson is the youngest one. He's always the one getting into bother. Um, uh-huh. So he finds this little green baby in a cabbage patch and takes uh-huh. it home and basically acts as a dad to it and starts <laughs> bringing this baby up. But uh-huh. there's like it has cabbage patch parents as well um, who are all, who want it back. Right. <laughs> so there's a bit. Um, I only watched the clip at the end where basically he takes the yeah. baby back, and this cabbage uh-huh. opens up, 
and these uh-huh. like cabbage patch parents come out and they're talking like a made up language which kind of sounds Russian uh-huh. and the mom's like snatching the baby back but these cabbage patch parents are being followed by a cabbage patch TV crew like a news camera like, <laughs> like as if these parents have been followed on their quest to find their baby again yeah. and the, uh-huh. like they're in, they've got the camera the sorry the microphone up to like Bronson's what have you got to say about that <laughs> and he's like I just found it like, I just thought I could yeah. look after it <laughs> it's like another another world or something like yeah, that yeah 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 like, just hinted at it's good uh-huh. um, so yeah this one Little Squirt is one I always remember and I it, it always crops up every now and then when I mention yeah. when I think about it. Um, so the, you're straight into it as well, like 23-minute episodes, not yeah. a minute wasted. Mm-hmm. It starts with these beautiful shots of like these streams and waterfalls and stuff. Yeah. And then you've got Gribble going, mm-hmm. we're going to turn up, we're going to basically make a dam, put loads of rocks yeah. in this stream, uh-huh. and build it up and we're going to make like this floating wonderland. Did you yeah. notice what he says? Yes, I did. <laughs> a wet, I've got a dream, he says. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, it's going to be a wet. <laughs> but then he goes into something else, yeah. doesn't he? It's amazing. Yeah, so he goes, it's... I have a dream. A wet uh-huh. wonderland. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But at the start, at the start of the, the programme, well, that is what's happening. Um, but at the start, they're having a pissing contest, aren't they? <laughs> Which is the only way I can describe yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. A little, so a little pissing contest. A little yeah, pissing contest. So they try and piss over the wall of the yeah. rhino or whatever. And uh, Branson has a go. And obviously, he's not very good. The other kids are, are better at pissing than him. Um, so, yeah, that's that's the start of it. So and one it of the kids... The... So there's like the bad kids, obviously. And one of them is Gribble's son. Uh, uh-huh. what's great is, is that guy who's like commentating on it and if you watch more episodes it seems like that he's a recurring character that commentates on all he just these like, things that yeah. they're doing so uh-huh. he's like and up, up to the uh, plate stands whoever he's going to hope to beat his, his previous best of like one meter tall yeah. and then this kid comes on and like you obviously don't see below his waist but you just see uh-huh. like this stream of like piss coming up and yeah. he's going and like grunting to get the piss up <laughs> and they're all like egging him on there's a crowd there watching and then the uh-huh. next guy does it more and then gribble and then peak twist comes on and he's actually quite yeah. good and I think one mm-hmm. of them says he's got it in his hand <laughs> <laughs> I don't know all you can see is these kids pissing yeah I mean, I mean it, it sounds ridiculous the commentary thing but I remember as a kid, when we used to play like Wembley singles or Wembley doubles or whatever, we used to commentate. Yeah, well, you commentate on everything, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> oh, and he's got it now, and he's taking it past him. Oh, and he's teaching shot. Oh, Tom Bins. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's just what kids do. Is yeah, it's... you commentate on everything. So it was a yeah. good touch. Another nice touch I thought was after they finished their pissing, um, they high five everyone on their way out. <laughs> so obviously <laughs> before washing their hands and stuff. <laughs> so yeah, that was good. This... <laughs> There's no thought of cleaning the hands or anything like that. So, well, yeah, so little Bronson steps up and he's crap, obviously, because he's yep. about five years younger than them. And they uh-huh. give him a bit of they give him a bit of stick for it. Um, they do. And then it cuts to, you've got this, uh, the stream being filled in with rocks. Mm. And uh, mm-hmm. Bronson goes to the stream and a water nymph rises up out of the water and starts spraying yeah. water in his face. Like this little well, ghostly creature. Bronson's kind of chucking 
in frustration at not being able to piss over the wall, yeah. he's 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 kind of throwing rocks in. Yeah. And the the water nymph, the uh, the thing thinks it's him that's causing the uh, the blockage or you know the rest of the the rocks in the dam yeah. or what have you. So the nymph sort of blames him for it. And squirts water right in his face, isn't he? <laughs> it's quite funny, yeah. Like <laughs> proper malicious keeps squirting it in his face. <laughs> <laughs> it is, eh? Yeah, so the, the thing obviously thinks that it's him, but it's not. And he tries to say, it's not me, it's not me. Um, and he runs off. Um, but this nymph chases him, doesn't he? And kind of gets into the various water sprinklers and yeah, things like that. Yeah, it's quite funny. Quite a little bit scary, the, the face of the nymph, like this ghostly figure in the water that keeps following him and staring at him. Kind of, it's malevolent, mm-hmm. isn't it? It's yeah. like all of the fire hydrants and stuff like that are exploding as he walk as he runs past, and he ends uh-huh. up going home totally drenched in yeah. uh, in just this water, and nobody believes what he's saying. Uh, yeah, uh, but it just keeps happening. Mm-hmm. Then it gets to the point where his brother and sister do believe him. Um, yeah, and so he's at home, and all the taps are flowing, and he goes to knock uh-huh. on his twin brother and sister's door to try and uh-huh. tell them. And this is the point I really like, where Pete Twist is playing the organ. <laughs> <laughs> you love an organ, don't you? I just, I just really you? loved it. Like, there's no need for him to be doing it. His sister's <laughs> doing whatever. They're just share, They're in their bedroom, and he's just got this organ. He's playing, like, this kind of jaunty, like, acid jazz yeah. kind of thing. It's really acid good. jazz. <laughs> <laughs> you just, you just... Him. You can't in. help it when an organ comes on you. <laughs> I'm really sure can't. you've mentioned the organs before, haven't you? <laughs> well, last week we definitely mentioned them. Well, the there was organ. an organ I'm called sure Paul in the last one. <laughs> yeah, there was the brave. Was the brave star one where there was an organ? I think I'm not so. sure, but uh, you just you love an organ. The organ was Paul. <laughs> 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 that's the walrus man you know that <laughs> so yeah so basically person in water follows him in so they believe him uh mm-hmm. he explains it and they have they go and tell try and tell mr gribble to mm-hmm. uh to stop, stop building the dam yeah he's like well obviously i'm not going to do that you're three kids i don't believe uh-huh. you and they're like oh the water nymph telling us and there's a great bit where he's walking back. So he's just surveying these like stream, isn't he, where he's going to build this thing. And they go and confront yeah. him there. And he walks past his car, which uh-huh. is this amazing, like 1950s classic, like mm-hmm. Cadillac kind of Chevy kind of thing, an old American car. And yeah. it's, it's a great line. He walks up, he's like, hey, do you not know this is, a, this is, this is an expensive car? A classic. <laughs> 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 that was great because he is a terrible actor he keeps messing uh-huh. these lines up all the time he's loads of like weird pauses in his lines and I just uh-huh. think he delivers that line in just a way that <laughs> it was not meant to be delivered <laughs> yeah I think he was one of the producers or someone he's like a recurring guy okay. in, in it him okay. I think I mean uh, I, th- I think he's one of the the very few people that win like all of the series I, I think but okay. uh, yeah, he's. I mean, it, but it's it's it's, it's done for laughs, isn't yeah. it? So that's the thing. It's so all done point, for laughs. At that point, the nymph overhears him going, "I won't stop doing this for anyone. No way, no yeah. chance." So but it realizes, doesn't it? Realizes, it starts terrorizing him. Yeah. And it gets to the point where he's basically got a storm cloud just over him, raining on him all the time. 
he's back yeah. in his office and he's got this cloud over his head and stuff. Electrocuting um, him and stuff like that, isn't it? This storm cloud in his office. His daughter's, uh, sorry, his wife's obviously playing it a bit for laughs. Like, she's a bit of a stupid character, really, isn't she? Um, Aye. So, in the end, basically, after so long of being rained on, he's like, yeah, all mm-hmm. right, then I'll stop it. <laughs> which yeah. is weird. <laughs> Just to stop it. Um, well, if you're being rained on, Cliff, in electrocute, then you're. I office. mean, I haven't been in that situation. Like, no. <laughs> Taking through uh, a car wash and stuff like that. that you know, somehow, I don't know how this happens, but somehow this, this water nymph thing is able to control the car, isn't it? And drive the car. <laughs> I don't know how that happens, but uh, that, that, it, Just that is. Just because a car wash where there's water. <laughs> sort of water comes out the drains, doesn't it? And uh, and then it can suddenly control the car. But yeah, the the, the guy <laughs> he decides against uh, building this thing now, doesn't he? Mm-hmm. Um, and and claims it's all for environmental reasons, which the why he's doing it and, yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. And then it's that's the end, really. Yeah, apart that's from, the end. Apart from, from the last bit. Yeah. So yeah. basically, the nymph, water nymph, now loves Bronson. Like he's managed to get it stopped. Uh, so the water nymph like feels like she owes him one, I guess, and yeah. goes inside him. So next time <laughs> there's a pissing contest, yeah. uh, he rocks up. So we should say where the, these toilets are. These kids' school. It's like there's no cabins, roof, is there? Yeah, there's no, there's roof, no so roof. It's just like an outdoor urinal. Uh, uh-huh. So it cuts back to the next the next round of this pissing contest or whatever and gribbles mm-hmm. at it again and all these kids are doing it and Bronson rocks up he's like oh can I have a go and because uh, yeah. he's got the power of the water nymph he's mm-hmm. <laughs> he's like going and the piss is getting higher and higher and higher until it goes <laughs> over the wall and they're all cheering yeah. for him <laughs> yeah. there's people on the other side of the wall like just just piss right just watch it yeah. <laughs> a couple of lasses are going that's disgusting well, me and you, me and you are at home thinking that's fantastic. <laughs> yeah. I wish like, we could do that. <laughs> the first time you saw it, you were like, "Okay," because uh-huh. it is the kind of really childish thing. I mean, I, uh-huh. I don't think I ever did it, but well, that's what I was going to ask. That's what I was going to ask you. The next day, do you think, like in schools all over England and well, whatever after it was aired, there was just piss everywhere. The kids <laughs> just trying to do it. I'm probably, sure there was. I'm sure was. there was. I don't think I uh-huh. ever got in a group contest, but I would have tried to do it. <laughs> yeah, give it a go. There used to be Why that not? thing um, in a couple of in a couple of bars. There was that thing where there was like a little football and goals at one end of the urinal. You used to have to try and piss it and score. A goal. Really? Yeah. yeah. A couple of bars in Newcastle used to have that. Did they? <laughs> well, that I mean, is a pissing contest, is that, isn't it? I don't think the idea was there was two of you with two goals, like trying to. Because mm-hmm. that's a bit weird, isn't it? Do you, do you remember a footballer called John Kay who used to play for Sunderland? Mm-hmm. My dad used to go to school with his brother. Well, right. he, was, he used to go to school with John Kay as well, but his older brother was in my dad's year, year of school and, and his football team um, right. called Gas, well, Gas Kay. I don't really know. Gas Kay. I mean, it was obviously a nickname. I don't really know why it was Gas. So, yeah, he well, was in that team. Well, there's a story where, because John Kay was a hard man. Apparently, yeah. he was a lovely, lovely guy, like, you know, when he wasn't playing football. But when he was playing football, he was nuts. I mean, I remember as a kid seeing him, uh, someone crash into him, and they were both on the floor, and John Kay stood up and grabbed him and picked them off the floor and headbutted them, right? Obviously got sent off. Yeah. There's also an infamous one where he broke his leg yeah, for the second time, I think, playing for Sunderland. Yeah. And he's on the stretcher and he's pretending to roll 
as if it's a boat <laughs> off the stretcher. But apparently, was it not uh, his first game back after a broken? Leg? After he broke his leg, yeah, it was. And there's a famous picture of Gary Bennett just staring at him, laughing while he's doing it and stuff. So uh, he was a nutcase. And apparently, the players went out on a night out or whatever. Um, and after a match, it must have been. And uh, he was in the urinal, he got cornered by all these other fans. I think it was in London or something like that. And all these fans were going, Oh, I John Kay, I've heard that you're a nutcase and all this. You're an absolute nutcase in the urinal. And he says, Well, he didn't say anything. All he did, remember them little yellow things that were in the toilets? He just picked that up out the urinal that like he had just pissed off on and, and just ate it in front of them. And they all just left. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a quiz if you want to do a quiz. What what about your thing that you were supposed to be doing? I didn't know what it was. Some (laughs) test or something? I said I had a personality test for you to know, but um, yeah, I haven't got it with us. Um, Where's it? On the wind somewhere. Right. (laughs) I'm going to get a can. Go on then. What is that? (laughs) What's that? A a mop. (laughs) Serendipitously (laughs) went to the door and somebody was delivering a mop. Why are you getting these household essentials? Honestly, you look like Gandalf. Insane. I'm going to open it. So I ordered this mop. Literally. Oh, is this the is this the thing that you you I've seen it on Twitter where you've been going nuts. Yeah, a month. about these people. Uh, a month. <laughs> <laughs> about these people, they uh, delivering stuff to your door. Is that it? Maybe it has magical powers or something. Still waiting for um. Still waiting for two deliveries that have been waiting for three three weeks. This has been a yeah. month. So I got a message to say it was going to be delivered last Friday. It never came. Mm-hmm. Then it's exciting, isn't it? I'm I'm unboxing. It is exciting. It's uh, it's like them YouTube videos, isn't it? Where you watch people open unboxing stuff it. that you'll can, never can, buy. Can hear us <laughs> unboxing it? Um, yeah. What's the point in that? Can it, <laughs> you, oh. I don't know, but people like Some it. Some people they? They, they seem to. So anyway. It was meant to come last Friday eventually and it never came. So mm-hmm. I rang them and said, look, finally got through to someone. And I was like, just don't send this mop. I mean, it's ridiculous. When I ordered it, I was in lockdown. Now I'm not. I can go <laughs> to a shop. <laughs> um, and the guy was like, oh, yeah, sorry. They returned it to the shop. They returned it to the shop because it got damaged. I was like, look, mate, just cancel it. Give us me money back. I'll just come to the shop and buy a mop or I'll come to a shop that's near. I don't even need to go to this one. Um, and he was like, yeah, okay, no bother. Obviously, he didn't get the refund. But now the mop has turned up. But I'm opening it, which is solid. Look how much stuff's on it. Does it make you fly or something, this mop? What are you going to use it for? What do you think I'm, I'm going to use it for? <laughs> I don't know. Well, basically, I'm, I'm, now, I'm now concerned it's a broken mop. <laughs> It might be. It looks well. It, it's hard to get in. It was certainly so. It might be a broken mop by the time you finish. Yeah, I, I mean, not that I'll be using it. <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> oh, very nice. It seems okay. It's. It, it, does it uh, suffer the mop test? Does it? Do you have a test for your mops? Um. I mean, again, not me. I don't, but somebody might. <laughs> somebody might have a, a quality test on that. I presume on somebody cleans the floors in this house. Who does it? <laughs> who knows? Might we have a cleaner. One. We've got a cleaner. So that's, that's who it's for, the cleaner? Yeah, they're quite demanding. 
Well, haven't they got their own mops? Well, I mean, you can pay them all for them to bring their own mop or you can provide the materials. How much extra is it for their own mop? Well, not just a mop, it's like all the cleaning stuff. Uh, I don't know, like an extra eight quid a time or something. I think we pay 20 20 quid for three hours every two weeks. And I think it's like 30 quid if they bring their own stuff. When you clean your own bloody house, a lazy bastard. I do, that's every two weeks. I don't just leave it in between that like a big pile of dishes. Where's, it, where's that woman gone? Where's that woman gone, man? Somebody, I mean, there's no cups left. Do you ring her like in the middle of the night? Hey, man! There's cheese underneath the grill. I'm not it's having this. Horrendous in here, man. <laughs> See, the luxuries of Dubai life, eh? I mean, you could get a cleaner for, I spent 20 quid every two weeks. I so do not, not luxury, want to get one. <laughs> well, I'm, I, what I, I'm saying I, is it's 20 quid every two weeks it's not a, it's not that much of a luxury is it well it is it sounds like it, it sounds like it, it's a massive luxury I quite enjoy hovering as a, a as a job do you well, what's your favourite domestic job um not the washing up I mean I like does cooking fall into that because cooking is my favourite I suppose so I suppose but if you're talking about like cleaning I like, uh, yeah, I like, I like mopping floors. <laughs> <laughs> That's why this mop is uh, so much. Problems. I like, I do like a, a brush of a floor, dustpan and brush. Yeah, yeah when right. I worked at the cinema, I got quite uh, adept at uh, the brush technique. Right, it's a bit like wanking, isn't it? Well, that's probably why I was good at it. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I think that's exactly what. It was. Did you have a quiz anyway? <laughs> yes. Uh, well, I did. Um, it's not very uh, funny. It's not a funny quiz. Okay. It's, it's, more, it's more interesting, I, I think. learned something then. Maybe. You never know. Um, it, it's an idiom quiz. Do you know okay. what an idiom is? It's I didn't. You, so. <laughs> no, it's an idiot, not an idiom. An idiom um, is like a, a saying or a sentence that when you say it, the meaning, right, well, that's not true. <laughs> 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 it's a, it's a saying, right, or a, or a sentence where the actual the ordinary meaning in it doesn't actually mean what it actually means. I know so that sounds confusing. Stitching time saves nine. So, uh, like you know, long in the t- tooth, long in the tooth doesn't mean you're actually long in the tooth. Yeah. It means so that you're like old. stitching time nine saves nine, like that one saves time. I don't know what you're talking about. That okay. That's that's not the same thing. Right. So what do you want to what do you stitching want to time? What are you on about time stitches for, <laughs> madman? So the, the idea is, I'll I'll tell you an idiom or whatever, and you have got to try and tell us the origins of that idiom. Where okay. you think it came from? Oh, so do you mean like the person who said it first, or what? Like no, they've why all got it origins. Come about? They've all got origins. These okay. things. So do you get it? So, like, it went to Tibet and trained with a martial arts monk, and that's how so it So, there's a reason, no, for, for the example of, of long in the tooth, there's a reason why people said you were long in the tooth. Okay. Which then meant that you were old. So, it's, like, kind of moved on from long in the tooth, literally okay. long in okay. the tooth, yep, I get to okay. the, the meaning that yeah. everybody takes from it these days. Okay. You get it now? Are you sure? Yeah, I get it. Don't you okay. worry about me. I get it. All right, all right then. All right. Right. 
Pulling your leg, where do you think uh, the origins of pulling your leg come from? Because obviously it means like people are having you on. Having you on, doesn't it? Yeah, um, but the literal yeah. sense of it is pulling your leg. I get it. I understand the premise of the quiz. Um, so someone's pulling your leg means they're kidding you. They're not really going to do it. So uh-huh. where did it come from? Did it come from people being tortured on a rack? But mm-hmm. the real intention is they're not going to pull your legs off and your arms off. They just want to get something out of you. So they're never really going to pull your leg off. Is it right. from that? Well, uh, you're worryingly close with that, uh-huh. actually, Cliff. Yeah. Um, what it, there's two meanings, and I'm gonna, I'll, I'll pick my favourite one. One of them, um, which is my favourite one, is when people were hung, right? Hanged. In public, hung. Hanged. Hung in public hangings. Right, hanged. What what people hung would is do? Not the word. Well, it is in my house. When people were hung, <laughs> when people were hung, you got many hangings in your house, have you? <laughs> well, outside, and they didn't die. Right, the family members would pull on their legs to make sure that they died quicker. So that's where uh, that's come ooh, from. Okay, oh, grim. It is grim, isn't it? Yeah. So that's what, the other one is that there was gangs in London who would knock you over and pull you by your feet to rob you. But I don't like that one. I prefer the other one. So the other one's better than that. I'll pick that one. Eh? The first one's better, I think. First deal. Yeah, that's why I picked it. Right. Um, why don't you look a gift horse in the mouth, Cliff? See, I don't. I, I'm never going to get this one because I don't know what a gift horse is. Well, it's a I'm horse ne- that was given as a gift. Okay, I mean, you wouldn't say that, though, like, for everything, would you? You wouldn't be like... These, I mean, these scenes and stuff like that have moved on from, like... They don't have, like, a, a... Centuries. Like a, a gift CD. It's just a, it's a present. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, but, you so, okay, know, 200 so, years ago... Okay, what, so somebody's ever, giving you a horse... If you gave you a gift, it would it. be a horse. Okay, and they would call it a gift horse, not rather than a bought horse. Is that presumably the alternative? Which one's <laughs> well, this? Oh, this is my bought horse. Which one's this? This is the gift horse. No. Oh, this one. People did actually give Golden gifts. As... <laughs> People did actually give a horse as a gift, right? Yeah, I, I it was, it was the done thing. To, you know, listen, it was the done thing to do, right? And you shouldn't look in their mouths because the older the horse gets, its gums recede, right? And the longer its teeth look. So okay. it would be rude then if someone was to give you the present of a horse uh-huh. to then look in its mouth to see how old it was. Okay. So that's the reason. So for it's that. not what the idiom means, though, is it? Like that's not what you would say to someone. You say if you say well, to someone, no, they're not the mean what they say, do no, they? But, is it? No, but you're saying it originated from it would be rude to do that. So yes. you wouldn't want to upset somebody by uh-huh. looking a gift horse in their mouth. But that's not how mm-hmm. people use that phrase. People use it. As don't look a gift horse in the mouth, as in to say, well, be a bit wary of that present. No, they don't. If 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 you give somebody a present, right, and you're talking to somebody else, and you say, well, I'm not too fond of that thing that they give us, and people say, well, don't look a gift horse in the mouth. Do they? Have I got it wrong yeah. then? Yeah. I thought if you said don't look a gift horse in the mouth, it meant a bit dodgy that, and it crap present. Nah. Well. So also a person is a person is saying it's a crap present, right? But the, somebody else who they're saying that to is then saying, 
Don't look a gift horse in the mouth. Have you You've also been giving it for now? Have you also given away the origin of long in the tooth there? Yes. Yes. See? One point. It, 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 <laughs> yeah, you got one point there. Well done. Well done. But that isn't that wasn't one of the questions either. So technically you don't actually get a point. Oh my god. I know, terrible. Uh, rule of thumb, Cliff. If your rule you of think thumb that came is from? by the rule of thumb, it's like this. So it's uh, the way it always like there's a precedent set by a rule of thumb, isn't it? Um mm-hmm. So does that mean somebody once like signed a declaration or something with a thumb and that's meant you had to follow that? Right. It, I, I like your deduction there, Sherlock. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately not. It was a 19th century rule and stating that a man can beat his wife with a stick as long as it's no thicker than a thumb. <laughs> so that's the rule of thumb. I would say that's a twig. <laughs> the rule of twig <laughs> but no it's the rule of thumb so yeah so all these things are I'm interested like this. in this I'm type of thing yeah it's good isn't it it's not funny but it's interesting you're right there <laughs> yes <laughs> uh, right pain through the nose oh, pain through the nose for that that means you paid too much doesn't it mm-hmm so is this something, I'm going to go horse-related again. Were right. people buying horses and judging their price on their noses? But actually, no. the nose meant no difference to how good a horse it was. No. <laughs> it's, okay. it, it, this one is a Viking punishment, right? And what the Vikings would do, would, they would slit your nose from your tip of your nose to your eyebrows if you didn't pay your tax. So that's oh. where that's come from. Pain oh, so through the nose. Through the, the method of nose. Yeah. <laughs> so if you don't pay your taxes, you're your literally paying through the nose. <laughs> right, uh, saved by the bell. Where do you think that's come from? Um, is that something to do with gladiators or court, like a medieval court or something like that, where people had to do something and if the bell if you lasted long enough and the bell went you got another chance but if the it's a good guess but if the king was like nah get rid of him before that bell went you got killed it's a good guess I like it um, you, you know that I like old horror films don't you I do know that yes have, have you ever seen like a grave and it's got a bell yeah 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 why do you think the bell's there does it save your soul <laughs> no, it's it's because people were terrified of being buried alive, right? So the, obviously medicine and stuff like that wasn't wasn't as advanced as it is now. I mean, presumably so, you don't need medicine to tell whether somebody's dead or not. I'm saying I'm I'm saying I'm saying medicine as in you know the actual the the practice of medicine. Doctors, not, doctors were not good. not something in a bottle. <laughs> Do you want to? Uh, <laughs> This man's dead. Do you want to check whether he's still breathing or not? This man's dead. Yeah, but they didn't, they didn't actually is know. His heart, is his heart gone? <laughs> Bury <But> him. People, <laughs> people have been buried alive in the past, and, and that's why. Because they didn't check These spells. They didn't check that. Well, the doctors weren't proficient 
enough to know whether what people they were check dead. To see whether they were dead or not. Eyes are closed. They, they, they checked. They checked. He's but, still get him, in, get, him, get him in the crowd. So, right, people were terrified of, of that happening because, you know, they'd heard that it had happened in the past. So what they did was the bell was on the, on the gravestone and there was a little wire that went down into the coffin, right? And if you woke up in the coffin, you'd pull the wire or it was attached to your arm sometimes. So if you moved, the bell would ring so that the grave digger who was sitting outside okay. would then dig you up. So that's where Saved by the Bells come from. Uh, we've yeah. shared some harrowing episodes from our youth and uh, mm-hmm. hopefully everybody will enjoy it and I'll see you next time. And if you want to follow us on Twitter, it's F Circus Pod. Brett, you've been a bit yeah. lax on that recently. You need to up your game again. I think you've Do got, I? Uh, got complacent with your success. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, Facebook as well. Search for the name of the podcast and we're on there. Yeah. Uh, and subscribe to it. Give us a review on stuff. Check That'd it out, good, sucker. It? Just check it out yeah. if you want, sucker. Just right. Check it out, sucker. <laughs> <laughs> See you later. Bye. Fun. Bye. <laughs>